Guy Carumba. If someone mentions planet Vulcan now, most people think of the fictional world that's home to Mr. Spock on Star Trek. But Vulcan was once known as a hypothetical planet that orbits the Sun. That's right, in our own solar system, closer than Mercury. In the 1500s and 1600s, astronomers were growing increasingly certain that Earth and the other planets go around the Sun. By the early 1700s, mathematics could predict the planet's positions fairly accurately using a Sun-centered model. But in the 1840s, the best observers found that Mercury didn't move exactly as predicted. In 1846, astronomer Urbain Le Verrier figured out why Uranus also moved differently than expected. Another planet's gravity tugged on it. His mathematical analysis led to Neptune's discovery. Astronomers were sure another planet must be tugging on Mercury. Since nobody ever saw it, though, they thought it must orbit closer to the Sun than Mercury, which itself is somewhat hard to see. They hoped to discover it someday when it passed in front of the Sun, like Mercury sometimes does. One day, someone did see something cross the Sun's disk. A French physician and amateur astronomer, Edmond Lescarbot, thought at first he saw a sunspot. But a sunspot takes several days to cross the sun. It looks like it's holding still, really. Lescarbot's dot crossed the solar disk in an hour and 17 minutes, fast enough that he noticed it moving. He wrote a letter to Le Verrier, who, since helping find Neptune, had written about a hypothetical intramercurial planet. Le Verrier arranged a visit with Lescarbot during which he asked question after question until he was convinced the doctor had indeed seen what he claimed and had taken the most accurate notes. Lescarbot's observation happened on March 26, 1859. Le Verrier's visit followed in December. Already in 1860, newly published astronomy books told of a new planet named Vulcan, after an ancient god of fire and volcanoes. Many astronomers expressed doubts right away. Scientists prefer multiple observations before saying something is confirmed, and Lescarbot had made the only observation of Vulcan. The Handbook of Astronomy by Dionysius Lardner and Edward Duncan, published in 1860, calls Vulcan the supposed new inferior planet. In case you're not familiar with the word inferior as an astronomical term, that just means that planet orbits closer to the sun than does Earth. So inferior wasn't the editor's commentary on the supposed discovery. The word supposed was. Le Verrier tried to arrange subsequent observations. From Lescarbot's details, he calculated an orbit of about 20 days at an inclination of 12 degrees. He also calculated when the planet should transit the sun again. But to his and other astronomers' regrets, it never did. Le Verrier continued believing in the new planet, though, until he died in 1877. Most astronomers now think Lescarbot probably saw a sun-grazing asteroid. Many are now known to whip closely around the sun. However, no one has positively identified one that did on that day in 1859. Also, intense searches with spacecraft built specifically for the purpose haven't turned up any large enough objects orbiting closer than Mercury to have been visible as this hypothetical planet Vulcan from Earth. Perhaps the object he saw went into the sun.
So what caused Mercury's orbit to vary if it wasn't a planet like Vulcan? Albert Einstein provided the answer in his theory of relativity. He explained that very close to a very strong gravity source such as a star, acceleration is noticeably different than physicists observe elsewhere. He revised formulae that Isaac Newton worked out two centuries before and produced equations that predicted Mercury's motion more accurately than ever before. Next time you hear about a planet Vulcan, it's okay to think, live long and prosper. But also think, observe carefully and repeat. Sky Caramba!